party to you. Five. We're on a mission from God. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Jean Till, and I'm broadcasting from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network Studios. Thank you for joining me this morning on the Catholic Morning Show. We've got a great Friday lineup for you today on Friday, June 23rd. Father Andrew, of course, will be joining us to talk about Sunday's gospel, helping us get ready for Sunday's gospel. Uh, Mary Fida, Fida, excuse me, uh, she is a mom, a grandmother, director of family faith formation in Omaha at a parish there. She has a book out called Discovering the Land of Virtues. It's a children's book, but it's so much more than that. So I'm looking forward to visiting with Mary about that. And Gil Bailey is the founder of the Cornerstone Forum, a founding member of the Colloquium on Violence and Religion. Oh, my goodness, he has a wonderful background. And we're going to talk about the apocalypse of a sovereign self. Hmm. It's going to be a good one. Uh, We'll, of course, have Matt and Mark and Jimmy and Deacon Tony Valdez. Deacon, let's start with prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's check in with Matt. Welcome. What do you got for the news? Thank you, Gene. News brought to you this morning by Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. Your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. It is a difficult day uh, for all of us, um, and, and it's especially difficult uh, for the families, and our thoughts are with the families uh, today. The five people aboard a missing submersible died in a catastrophic event, a Coast Guard official said on Thursday, bringing a grim end to the massive search for the vessel that was lost during a voyage to the Titanic. An unmanned deep-sea robot deployed from a Canadian ship discovered the wreckage of the submersible on Thursday morning about 1,600 feet from the bow of the century-old wreck, two and a half miles below the surface. U.S. Coast Guard Rear Admiral John Mauger said the debris is consistent with a catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. Rescue teams from several countries had spent days searching thousands of square miles of open seas with planes and ships for any sign of the vessel. Ocean Gate Expeditions, which operated the vessel, called the men, quote, true explorers, adding, our hearts are with these five souls and every member of their families during this tragic time. Governor Kim Reynolds has appointed a new director of the Iowa Department of Education. Less than four months after Reynolds appointed director Chad Aldis, who began his tenure tenure in March, the governor's office announced Thursday that Aldis resigned 
quote, for family reasons. In his wake, Iowa has hired Mackenzie Snow, the deputy director of the Virginia Department of Education and a longtime advocate of state-funded private school scholarships. This fall will be the first year that Iowa students may use state funds to attend private schools. More than 17,000 students have applied for the state's new education savings accounts. As Ragbri riders look for food to replenish their energy after a long day's ride, they'll also be able to find spiritual food to sustain their spirits. The four dioceses of Iowa will offer mass at several of the communities along the Ragbri ride through the state in July in the spirit of the National Eucharistic Revival. The four dioceses collaborated to create a map highlighting Catholic masses along the route as well as listing a listing of confessions, adoration, tours, meals, and other amenities sponsored by Catholic entities. Bishop Walker Nicholas will kick off the spiritual element of the ride by presiding at a welcome mass on Saturday, July 22nd at 4 p.m. at St. Boniface in Sioux City with the blessing of the bikes immediately prior to the liturgy. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Friday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams that were in action on Thursday as it was a travel day. In the American League in Minneapolis, the Minnesota Twins pick up a win at home as they shut out the Boston Red Sox by the score of 6 to nothing. While in Tampa, Florida, the Kansas City Royals pick up a road win, defeating the Tampa Bay Rays by the score of 6-5. to The Chicago White Sox had the day off. On Thursday, they open up a three-game homestand this weekend, hosting the Boston Red Sox beginning tonight. Over in the National League, the Cubs, Cardinals, and Milwaukee all had the day off on Thursday. The Milwaukee Brewers are at the Cleveland Guardians this weekend with interleague play beginning tonight. The Chicago Cubs and St. Louis Cardinals take their weekend series overseas to London, England. The Cubs and Cardinals have Thursday and Friday off. They begin their series on Saturday beginning at noon. That game will be televised on Fox Television. Sunday's game will begin at 9 a.m. and televised on ESPN as the Cubs and Cardinals playing in London, England. Last night, AAA baseball. The Iowa Cubs pick up a win at home as they defeated the St. Louis Cardinals AAA affiliate, the Memphis Redbirds, by the score of 9-5 to at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. I-Cubs have won two of three in their week-long series. Tonight, Memphis at the Iowa Cubs. First pitch, 7 o'clock at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines with fireworks following the ball game. Last night, College Baseball's World Series from Omaha, Nebraska, and it was an elimination game. And fifth-ranked LSU with a two-run walk-off home run in the bottom of the 11th inning eliminated number one seed Wake Forest by the score of two to nothing. So the College Baseball World Series championship game is now set. Best two out of three. It's second-ranked Florida taking on fifth-ranked LSU. First pitch Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Game will be televised on ESPN from Omaha, Nebraska. And last night, NBA draft was held. Iowa's Chris Murray was uh, drafted number 23 overall in the first round by the Portland Trailblazers. His twin brother, Keegan, was selected fourth overall last year in the first round by the Sacramento Kings. So the Murray twins will face off against each other as rivals in the NBA Western Conference. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, an ear of corn always has an even number of rows. Hmm. I've never counted. (laughs) 
I've, I've heard that I you find that odd. You at least yeah. you at least uh, you know. Similarly, you need at least two rows of corn to kind of like cross pollinate, right? As right. you're growing the corn. Okay. So. I don't Never know if watched that either. Any connection there whatsoever? But no. you know, Iowa being the corn state. Well, the next time I have sweet corn, I will count the rows, which, of course, you'll forget which the first row was. Did I count that <laughs> row, or is that the last row? Yeah, I don't know. Just count each row as you eat it. I, I, mm. eat, I eat my corn like a typewriter. You know, uh, I do, too, but usually <laughs> it's not just one row at a time. <laughs> oh, well, my goodness. Let's check in with the uh, weather. What do we have? The spool weather. 85 kernels per minute. That's, That's right. right. It's going to be mostly sunny today as we wrap up the work week. A high in the low 90s tonight. Partly cloudy. Uh, low in the upper 60s. Then that uh, shower is going to be wet this weekend as showers and thunderstorms make their way into the weekend. Uh, tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Uh, high in the upper 80s and breezy. And Sunday, windy, partly sunny. And a high in the upper 70s with more showers and thunderstorms. 67 at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios in Fairfield. 66 in Creston and Oskaloosa. And 64 in Marshalltown. And Iowa Catholic Radio welcomes Jordan Fleas with special guest spoken tomorrow, Saturday, June 24th at the Horizon Event Center in Clive. For tickets and details, visit nightfireconcerts.org. That's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks, Jimmy. And Father Andrew Winchettle is with us today as we look forward to Sunday's Gospel. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Hey, we've got this reading from Matthew that I think a lot of folks, especially when they're kind of down in the dumps, look at this one and say... You know, don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. You know, if God loves the sparrows and takes care of them, he certainly loves us. Yeah, certainly. And and the sparrows apparently uh, in that day and age were uh, some of the least, maybe the least valuable items uh, for purchase in a a market. And um, so it's uh, not kind of a, a new approach to teaching that that uh, Jesus or uh, the apostles uh, take uh, make such a comparison that uh, of, of taking uh, from something that is small and then arguing that well if God cares that about that little thing then how much more does he care about something even more important even with greater dignity and that is uh, his disciples and uh, and so this passage passage uh, follows from of course last Sunday's uh, passage of, of his commissioning of his disciples to 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 go out and, and cure the sick raise the dead and so forth as he as he says uh, today it is to proclaim uh, from the housetops um, so uh, we have this in Christianity, it's it's more about, uh, as Pope Benedict said, the the encounter that we have with Jesus Christ. Uh, but we, what's true also is that we have these unchanging truths, uh, dogma, doctrine uh, that we can we can take some kind of solace in, in that um, because they are unchanging. They are the hard truth that, regardless of how and or where uh, we proclaim that truth, it's no less or greater truth and uh, what great um, privilege we have in doing so and responsibility uh, and it is in, in that way that we should not have uh, any fear um, um, and two um, what we're doing right now is it's uh, just because we're on the radio even if we're not it's no less the truth mm-hmm. uh, that gospel message thankfully um, because not everybody is, let's be honest, not everybody is listening uh, um, to, to 
this particular conversation. They may hear it somewhere else on the street, for example, mm-hmm. and that's still the truth. Well, and I, you know, this the challenge to be not afraid. I mean, so that doesn't. Uh, it does not only apply to the apostles who are now being charged to go out and do something pretty radical in their time, but it, it's a charge to us that. You know, if you're if you're going for a walk and you're praying the rosary, you know, silently, carry your beads. You know, don't be afraid, right? It, it's it it challenges us to to be bold, even in little ways. Yeah, to use a contemporary example is is um, some of the people that have been praying outside of abortion clinics mm, yes. uh, and who have been arrested, mm-hmm. even though they haven't been doing anything wrong. Um, they they quite thankfully are good examples of not being afraid. Uh, they do, however, still have a reverential, a good, healthy kind mm-hmm. of fear um, uh, for our God, and that's what he's saying here: is is be afraid. Um, not of, let's say, who can put you in prison. Uh, be afraid of who, who can destroy both your body and soul in Gehenna, in other words, in hell. Uh, and so that, that the only one who can do that is God himself, and that he's the only one we have to, again, uh, fear in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Which is so appropriate that you would mention that, because uh, tomorrow folks can join uh, Pulse Advocates uh Pulse Life Advocates for the Iowa March for Life. Uh, it's tomorrow. The rally's at 1 p.m. at the state capitol outside of the West Steps. And then there's a March for Life at 145. So, you know, we can be emboldened by today, by Sunday's gospel to be not afraid. So thank you, Father Andrew, for joining us today. All right. Have a good day. Your Iowa Catholic Radio Time is 714. You're listening to The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you like to highlight a birthday, anniversary, or other special occasion? You can do that by underwriting a day of broadcasting on Iowa Catholic Radio. For a monthly gift of $300 or more, your message will be heard on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network throughout the day of your choosing. It's the perfect way to honor your memories and milestones while supporting your favorite radio station. Dates go quickly, so reserve yours now. Call 515 223 1150 or email Deacon Mark at Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear in business since 1951 with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffington's.com. Help connect listeners to Christ. Tell a friend about Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Story Construction, a 100% employee-owned general contractor, construction manager, and design builder serving a variety of commercial markets throughout Iowa. Learn more about career opportunities at storycon.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Edible Arrangements, for their support, offering fruit bouquets and gourmet dip chocolate treats. On the go or have it delivered for that special occasion, EdibleArrangements.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from CTO. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO... You receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Intervisions Healthcare, empowering men and women to make the most informed, life-affirming decisions for themselves and their families. Learn more at IVHcare.org. IVHcare.org. Thank you, Intervisions Healthcare, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from independent realtor Chris Foster. Chris has served clients with everything real estate throughout Iowa since 2019. 641-891-8178 or online at the number 4 saleia.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, good morning everyone. I'm Jean Till filling in for John Leonetti. He will be back on Monday. And thank you for joining us here at the Catholic Morning Show. We are excited to be broadcasting from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network studios, as always. And our guest is joining us. Mary Fita is a mother, a grandmother, director of faith formation at Christ the King in Omaha. So welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio, Mary. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. You're, so you're a new author, new published author. You've probably been writing for years, right? A new published author passing on your love of the Eucharist through this children's book, which I've read that read it this week, Discovering the Land of Virtues with Grandma Eliza. I love that. So tell us what Thank was you. your motivation for writing this lovely book? I have been the director of Family Faith Formation um, and CCD, as it was Mm -hmm. previously known, uh, for years at three different parishes in our archdiocese. And the thing that I had picked up on um, is that parents and children did not understand the true presence of Jesus in the Mm -hmm. Eucharist. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith, as we're told and as we believe. So um, I started to write this book um, just from um, an episode I had with two granddaughters. They invited me to imaginary play, mm-hmm. and I started to write just the phrases that were coming to me, like land of virtues, mm-hmm. um, shops of instructions, and what unfolded was this whimsical Nebraska tale of a grandmother taking her two granddaughters to the mall on a Saturday morning. They get caught in a tornado that takes them to the land of virtues where they meet an angel that teaches them the true presence of Jesus in the Eucharist in an adoration chapel. So it was just um, through a lot of prayer and a lot of time um, and simultaneously, I worked on my master's in theology from Augustine Institute and finished that uh, last year. And then the book was published last November. Oh, how wonderful. I'm so glad that you're here to share with us about this book. And it's great to have a neighbor in Omaha that is uh, that is our author today. Um, we're, we're in the process of this three-year uh, Eucharistic revival. So... I'm sure that played a role in the timing of this, or or perhaps Holy Spirit just said it was your time to write this. I believe it was Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. because um, 
the timing of it being launched last November mm-hmm. uh, was just not something I knew that we would be having a Eucharistic revival. And um, so that was exciting for that to happen. And I was just recently in Mankato, Minnesota, for Bishop Barron's mm-hmm. um, Eucharistic conference, and the excitement we saw from grandparents because they see this as a book that will evangelize their children as the children read it to the grandchildren. So mm-hmm. they were very excited. Over 50% of people who purchased our book are grandparents. Mm-hmm. Well, and I can see why. I have uh, grandchildren who are eight and nine, and they are loving to read. And so, you know, they may read by read it to themselves or they may have grandma read it to them. They're still flexible on that. So it's a great opportunity, I think, to have conversations even beyond what the words are in the book, because you get to now have your testimony, especially as a grandparent reading it to them. Yes. And it's a profound truth that is in a lovely tale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and we bring in the virtues because it's so important to be a virtuous person. Um, and the love from the grandmother, the faith, the hope, um, it's, it's all there in the story. Mm-hmm. Well, and the illustrations by Preston McDaniels are just delightful. They, they really do, you know, catch your eye. You, you look at those as you're reading the words. And, you know, not oftentimes um, illustrations do that. Absolutely. And um, he is nationally known. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had worked with Simon & Schuster and uh, has illustrated many books and has authored books. Uh, so I had purchased books for our grandchildren at Christmas time that he had written and illustrated. And so I knew, uh, and I thought, oh, this is a long shot. And I just prayed to the Holy Spirit. And I went to an, a Nebraska writers group here in Omaha, and he was present. And I couldn't believe it. He lives in Aurora, Nebraska. So God works God, in mysterious ways, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love that it's called the Land of Virtues series. What else is in the works, Mary? Yes, I'm finishing the second book now, and um, where Madeline in the first book Mm -hmm. will um, contact her cousin, Bill, in Pennsylvania. Okay. And Grandma Eliza is going to visit Bill's family in Pennsylvania. But the land of virtues cannot be spoken about, as you as you know, mm-hmm. that you can only refer to it as a special place. So she gives him a heads up, ask Grandma Eliza to take you to a special place. So that's how the story begins in Pennsylvania. Very cute. And And what virtue will you be focusing on in book two? Well, um, I believe we're going to uh, focus on the virtue of faith more, mm-hmm. um, where we really focused on love and the love of Grandma Eliza in the mm-hmm. first book. Um, 
there'll be grandsons in the second book, and it's going to be faith and them relating to those saints who have gone ahead of us, Mm -hmm. the apostles. Well, we have a unique opportunity, I would believe, and as a grandmother, you must believe also that that if our children are not as steeped in the faith as we would like them to be, we have an opportunity through story, through imaginative play to bring them along in, in their faith journey. And like you said, then they'll talk to their parents. Oh, well, grandma and I were playing this and that and the other thing. And, and um, we were talking about God. And right. yeah, that is so important as grandparents, all the grandparents listening we have a charge. Our, our grandchildren are being enticed by so many things that are, are contrary to what is good and right and true and beautiful. We have to step up and be that extra set of parents um, for yes. our grandchildren. Absolutely. It's such an important role that we, we have to step into. And um, I had sent a book to Bishop Barron, and I had told him, that I wanted to, um, that I was praying that this book would reach big hearts and little hearts Mm. across the country. And he wrote back, and he said that he thought it was a beautiful book and that he would join his prayers to ours um, in reaching um, people across the country. So I was thrilled with that, but that's, we're, I feel like we're on a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and our mission is to say, yes, Jesus is present. He really is present. He's with us every day. Well, Mary Vita, thank you so much for joining us, folks. This book is called Discovering the Land of Virtues with Grandma Eliza. It's published by Storytel Press. So reach out and and pick up a copy of this book. Um, it's a, a lovely book to have on your your bookcase and to share with your grandchildren. Mary, thank you so much for joining us today. And you can get it on Amazon also. Fabulous. And write a review. Under right? Mary Fida. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, we will uh, add you to our prayers, Mary, for big hearts and thank little you. hearts to be open to what God is wanting for them in their lives. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Stay tuned, folks. We've got your Saint of the Day coming up and Father Nick Smith with today's Gospel and Reflection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and decay destroy and thieves break in and steal. But store up treasures in heaven where neither moth nor decay destroys, nor thieves break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. The lamp of the body is the eye. If your eye is sound, your whole body will be filled with light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be in darkness. And if the light in you is darkness, how great will the darkness be? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish in Ankeny. We've probably all heard the saying at one point or another, you can't take it with you. And that's exactly what Jesus is getting at in today's gospel. We must store up for ourselves treasures in heaven and not only treasure on earth, because literally at any moment, 
Our treasure on earth can be taken away from us. And when that moment comes, where will our treasure be? Will we have set our treasure on a foundation of sand that it quickly can pass away? Or will we have set it on eternal foundations? One of the great ways we can practice storing up treasures in heaven is through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Today is a Friday, and so we might consider a fast, a gift of alms, something that takes away treasures that we spend on ourselves and more consciously offers this treasure to God for the sake of his kingdom, for the sake of others. May God bless you and let us continue to pray for one another. Iowa Catholic Radio and Pulse Life Advocates on the West Steps outside of the Iowa State Capitol on Saturday, June 24th at 1 p.m. for the Iowa March for Life. Hear from legislators and pro-life leaders, as well as a march around the Capitol and Supreme Court buildings with pro-life advocates from across the state. This is an opportunity to proclaim the value of all human life and advocate for the protection of life in our law. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. The Iowa March for Life, Saturday, June 24th, 1 p.m. at the Iowa State Capitol. Support for programming is provided by Gregory Waddle from Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors. Is your financial portfolio pro-life? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products designed for faith-based investors. Seek to align your faith and your finances with a portfolio that does not benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research. Visit kofcassetadvisors.org. kofcassetadvisors.org. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good Friday morning, everyone. On this June 23rd already, we're in the second day of summer, so the days are going to start getting a little shorter, but it sure doesn't seem like it today. Welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio and the Catholic Morning Show. Uh, In today's show, we have um, coming up Gil Bailey, uh, and we will be talking about the apocalypse of the sovereign self. So that is going to be very, very fascinating. We'll have your saint of the day, of course. And as always, we'll have Matt and Mark and Jimmy and Deacon Tony Valdez. Would you lead us in prayer? God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's check in with Matt and the news for today. Thank you, Gene. News brought to you this morning by Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. Your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Good morning. It's I'm a Matt difficult Wilkin. day uh, for all of us, um, and, and it's especially difficult uh, for the families, and our thoughts are with the families. Uh, today. Relatives and colleagues mourned on Friday five people who died when their submersible imploded in the North Atlantic during a deep dive to the Titanic wreck, triggering questions from experts about safety rules for such adventures. Debris from the Titan submersible, which had been missing since Sunday, was detected on Thursday by a robotic diving vehicle deployed from a Canadian ship as part of an international rescue effort. U.S. Coast Guard Rear Admiral John Bauger said it was too early to say when the Titan met its face. Worldwide media coverage of the search overshadowed the aftermath of a far greater disaster from the wreck of a migrant vessel off Greece last week that killed hundreds of people. 
Governor Kim Reynolds has appointed a new director of the Iowa Department of Education less than four months after Reynolds appointed Director Chad Aldous, who began his tenure in March. The governor's office announced Thursday that Aldous resigned for family reasons. In his wake, Iowa has hired Mackenzie Snow, the deputy director of the Virginia Department of Education and a longtime advocate of state-funded private school scholarships. This fall will be the first year that Iowa students may use state funds to attend private schools. More than 17,000 students have applied for the state's new education savings accounts. As Ragbri riders look for food to replenish their energy after a long day's ride, they'll also be able to find spiritual food to sustain their spirits. The four dioceses of Iowa will offer mass at several of the communities along the Ragbri ride through the state in July in the spirit of the National Eucharistic Revival. The four dioceses collaborated to create a map highlighting Catholic masses along the routes as well as a listing of confessions, adoration, tours, meals, and other amenities sponsored by Catholic entities. Bishop Walker Nicholas will kick off the spiritual element of the ride by presiding at a welcome mass Saturday, July 22nd at 4 p.m. at St. Boniface in Sioux City with a blessing of the bikes immediately prior to the liturgy. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Friday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams that were in action on Thursday as it was a travel day. In the American League in Minneapolis, the Minnesota Twins pick up a win at home as they shut out the Boston Red Sox by the score of 6-0. While in Tampa, Florida, the Kansas City Royals pick up a road win, defeating the Tampa Bay Rays by the score of 6-5. The Chicago White Sox had the day off on Thursday. They open up a three-game homestand this weekend hosting the Boston Red Sox beginning tonight. Over the National League, the Cubs, Cardinals, and Milwaukee all had the day off on Thursday. The Milwaukee Brewers are at the Cleveland Guardians this weekend with interleague play beginning tonight. The Chicago Cubs and St. Louis Cardinals take their weekend series overseas to London, England. The Cubs and Cardinals have Thursday and Friday off. They begin their series on Saturday beginning at noon. That game will be televised on Fox Television. Sunday's game will begin at 9 a.m. and televised on ESPN as the Cubs and Cardinals playing in London, England. Last night, AAA baseball. The Iowa Cubs pick up a win at home as they defeated the St. Louis Cardinals AAA affiliate, the Memphis Redbirds, by the score of 9-5 at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Iowa Cubs have won two of three in their week-long series. Tonight, Memphis at the Iowa Cubs. First pitch, 7 o'clock at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines with fireworks following the ball game. Last night, College Baseball's World Series from Omaha, Nebraska, and it was an elimination game, and fifth-ranked LSU with a two-run walk-off home run in the bottom of the 11th inning eliminated number one seed Wake Forest by the score of two to nothing. So the College Baseball World Series championship game is now set. Best two out of three. It's second-ranked Florida taking on fifth-ranked LSU. First pitch Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Game will be televised on ESPN from Omaha, Nebraska. And last night, NBA draft was held. Iowa's Chris Murray was uh, drafted number 23 overall in the first round by the Portland Trailblazers. His twin brother, Keegan, was selected fourth overall last year in the first round by the Sacramento Kings. So the Murray twins will face off against each other as rivals in the NBA Western Conference. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, 
I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today is fun fact. The word bicycle is created from the French word bicyclette. Before <laughs> this name, bicycles were known as velocipedes. <laughs> velocipedes? Velocity so, pedestrian? Yeah, like a pedal. You think yeah. of the word pedal. Pedaling fast, velocity. Yeah. I suppose mm-hmm. that's kind of where that came from. Hmm. You just like that story because you could say something with a French accent. Bicicleta. Yeah, toquet. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's Luxembourg National Day today. It's oh. like their 4th of July. And as a new Luxembourgish citizen, I, you know, and French being kind of like the dominant language mm-hmm. of that country, mm-hmm. I, I, I did try to fit something in here that had I thought a maybe French it was word. because Ragbri is coming up, biking for babies is tomorrow. No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's go to Jimmy and the weather. <laughs> not a bad day for a bike ride, though. Mostly sunny, a high in the low 90s tonight, partly cloudy, that event low in the upper 60s. It's going to be a wet weekend, though, with showers and thunderstorms making their way into tomorrow. Mostly cloudy, breezy, a high in the upper 80s, and sticking around on Sunday, windy, partly sunny, and a high in the upper 70s. 67 now at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios in a Fairfield 60. 66 in Creston and Oskaloosa, 64 in Marshalltown. And Iowa Catholic Radio welcomes Jordan Feliz with special guest spoken tomorrow, Saturday, June 24th at the Horizon Event Center in Clive. For tickets and details, visit nightfireconcerts.org. That's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks, Jimmy. Let's go to our saints. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's saint opened a can of worms by siding with God rather than the king. Of course, the king would get upset. Well, you know which king it was, yeah. Um, St. John Fisher was an English priest, a bishop, and a cardinal in the early 16th century. And he was an accomplished preacher and worked hard to raise that standard of homilies and sermons in England. And his preaching on the seven penitential psalms, it was reprinted seven times before he died. As Lutheranism, though, spread in England, John was drawn into religious debate and defended the truth of the church in eight different books against heresies. Now, because of of his scholarly nature, King Henry VIII, yep, you guessed it, uh, asked John to study the validity of his first marriage because he wanted to divorce his wife. And, And John determined that the first marriage was valid, and this enraged the king. So John was imprisoned for months before charges were brought against him. He refused to swear an oath defending the newly passed act of succession because it would have required John to admit that Henry was the head of the Church of England. Well, during his imprisonment, John was named a cardinal and his this final insult the king couldn't bear. John was beheaded and his head displayed from London Bridge. So we ask St. John Fisher today to pray for us. You know, you just think the challenges and the the gift of God that has to come upon um, mere mortals to stand up to a king that, that you know will most likely martyr you, that will most likely take your life because you are uh, calling him out and saying, no, you cannot divorce your first wife and still remain as a good and faithful Catholic and remarry, you know, the next woman. So um, by the grace of God, St. John Fisher, uh, pray for us. 
Hey, coming up, folks, uh, again, uh, Jimmy mentioned earlier that Iowa Catholic Radio welcomes uh, Jordan Feliz with special guest spoken tomorrow. That's at 6 p.m. at the Horizon Event Center in Clive. So that's a good one. You can find more information about that on iowacatholicradio.com. And then we're already looking forward to July and the Man Up West Power Lunch. That's Friday, July 14th at St. Francis in West Des Moines with Focus Missionaries, Colin Flattery, Eric Jans, and Matthew Prendergast. And they will share about their calling and experiences of sharing the gospel message with college students through on-campus outreach, Bible studies, discipleship, mission trips, national conferences, and so much more. Focus Missionaries are doing great work, and we certainly do welcome uh, Colin, Eric, and Matthew to the Man Up West Power Lunch. As always, lunch is provided by Chick-fil-A, and you're welcome to bring your own. But if you could register at iowacatholicradio.com, we'll make sure we have enough lunches for all of you. It's always a packed house, it seems, on the power, uh, the Man Up West Power Lunches on Fridays. I always hear great, great things about that. Hey, coming up, we have Gil Bailey, and we are going to talk about the apocalypse of a sovereign self. Your Iowa Catholic Radio time is 741. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Friday, June 23rd. I'm Anne Marie Cox with your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. Stay tuned to this Catholic Radio station at 9 o'clock. Bishop William Johnson will talk with Deacon Jason Lee about his vocation call from the Methodist Church to the Catholic Church and to ordained ministry. Deacon Jason will be ordained to the priesthood today at 5 o'clock at St. Ambrose Cathedral. All are welcome to join us. Tomorrow, Father Frank Palmer celebrates a birthday. Father Palmer is among our retired priests. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Gold Dome Buildings. Gold Dome is locally owned and operated, serving Des Moines and surrounding areas since 1992. Builders of garages, farm buildings, customized backyard sheds and playhouses. GoldDomeIowa.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Catholic Charities, where exceptional service is a hallmark in caring for those with essential needs, including food pantry, professional counseling, emergency family shelter, and refugee services. CatholicCharitiesDM.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or CindySchulte.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Fitness by Design, your neighborhood fitness studio. Located in Des Moines, offering PH or fitness classes, private and semi-private training, beamer, and massage. Learn more at fitnessbydesigndm.com, 515-770-3844. The Catholic Morning Show. Jennifer Fulweiler loves her Catholic faith and now stand-up comedian as well. It is very rare to be a practicing Catholic, a mother of a bunch of kids, doing clean comedy. I would bomb so hard for the longest time. Yeah. And see, and that's where faith comes in. I mean, if I weren't Catholic, I would have quit. Nobody was laughing. God finally gave me what I needed. And now I can go up, do my set, and I can crush it. The Catholic Morning Show, weekdays at 7, only on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 
This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers. I know for a fact that we have brothers and sisters who are not Catholic, who are not even believers in Jesus, who listen to Catholic radio because they're looking for something that's going to edify their souls. They're searching for truth, and they're not finding it in sports radio or political talk radio. They're finding it with Catholic radio. Iowa Catholic Radio is needed now more than ever. Like Iowa Catholic Radio on Facebook. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, good morning and welcome to the Catholic Morning Show. I'm Jean Till sitting in for John Leonetti. He will be back next week. We're broadcasting from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network Studios. And it is my pleasure to welcome in Guillepeli. He is the founder of Cornerstone Forum, a founding member of the Colloquium on Violence and Religion, a member of the Fellowship of Catholic Scholars, and the College of Fellows of the Dominican School of Philosophy and Theology. Gil, welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio. And I'm sorry, we are having trouble getting hold of Gil, but let me try one more number. Okay, sounds good. Uh, looking forward to having a conversation with him about the apocalypse of the sovereign self. And you know, how do we take care of who we are inside and outside? So we'll, we're looking forward to that conversation. Hey, um, I started to share some things that are coming up and have some reminders for you. Uh, Walker Hayes is uh, going to be with us here July 15th, a, a music sensation and a family man for sure. Uh, that concert is presented by Fairway with the Iowa Catholic Radio Foundation. It is July 15th at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center Ballroom, downtown Des Moines. So go online to iowacatholicradio.com. Tickets are going fast from what I hear. So it's always a great concert. This is our third in the um, our series of concerts. So join us on July 15th uh, with Walker Hayes at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center Ballroom in downtown Des Moines. And we have Gil Bailey. Uh, welcome, Gil, to Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, thank you for having me. Well, you've got this book out called The Apocalypse of a Sovereign Self, and I'm thinking, okay, let's start with that definition of what you mean by the apocalypse of the sovereign self. So we have a framework for this book. Well, the framework would be the difference between the self and the person. Uh, Most people think those are more or less... One in the same. Synonyms, yeah. But they're, but they're not. The word person has a, a very long uh, and distinguished uh, Christian pedigree. Uh, it, it came into uh, usage, uh, anything close to the way we're using it, uh, with the definition of the Trinity as three persons mm. in one God. So it is a... It's, a, it's saturated with Christian meaning, and it's uh, and and we have to recover that meaning because the self, as it's currently understood, is simply imploding uh, because of its the, the failure to understand that we're that we're made in the image and likeness of God. And we are persons 
the idea of the self is that the self is autonomous, can do anything it wants to do, mm. but the person is is called and sent. Uh, so these, I'm trying to be as brief as I can. I'm not sure how much time we have to. We talk have about, about ten this. minutes, Gil. So okay. um, let's yeah. let's talk about you know as you're talking about the person that makes it seem logical that the soul is also inherently Christian as opposed to a part well, of the self. Well, I, I, uh, I quote Tertullian on the back of the book, the soul is naturally Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, there's, but there is another um, quotation which, might, which your listeners might appreciate. It's a little clearer. It's from the uh, from Romano Guardini, one of the great mm-hmm. German Catholic theologians of the 20th century. And I'm going to read this quote to you. Okay. The knowledge, the knowledge of what it means to be a person is inextricably bound up with the faith of Christianity. An affirmation and a cultivation of the personal can endure for a time after faith has been extinguished, but gradually they too will be lost. Mm. End quote. So we we are because we don't understand how we're made. We're made. We are religious beings. We are religious creatures. That's what distinguishes us from every other creature. We have a a religious longing, and if we if we do not cultivate that longing and direct it appropriately, which is why Christianity exists. Uh, we it will it, it, it will lay waste the world because this longing is the longing to give oneself totally uh, to another and if one doesn't have that one looks around for causes or or political campaigns or ideologies or uh, all kinds of madness to give oneself to, and our world is fall is breaking apart with these attempts to give oneself to these these often fashionable and vacuous causes or more or dangerous causes, and uh, our world is full of it. I have. I have two um, quoting here in the interest of time. Uh, by the way, your listeners can go to Amazon or or Barnes and Noble, and they can read a little more a mm-hmm. little more about the book. Mm-hmm. But I have two quotes I'll use quickly. One is which one the first one describes the apocalypse of the silent cell, and it's it's in Anthony Kennedy's. A Supreme Court decision, Casey versus, uh, I can't remember, it's a Casey case. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, at the heart of liberty is the right to define one's own concept of existence, of meaning, of the universe, and of the mystery of human life. In other words, this is madness, mm-hmm. that you can simply make it up. Whatever you want to be, if you're a man, you want to be a woman, you're a woman. If you, 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 freedom means you can decide about anything and everything. In other words, you're not made in such a way 
that uh, you're, you can only find fulfillment by fulfilling the, the, the purpose for which mm-hmm. you were made. Mm-hmm. The alternative to that, which would, which would be the Christian mystery of personhood, is St. Paul who said, I live now, no longer I, but Christ lives in me. And these two concepts of, of, of the individual, of the self or the person, are struggling together, struggling against each other in our world today. My guest is Gil Bailey. He is the author of The Apocalypse of a Sovereign Self. And so, Gil, as, as, as you're talking about this, you know, and, and we see many people are, are, are saying we're in a post-Christian society, not just there's some little um, uh, niches of post-Christian society, but that there, it's, it's permeated our society here in the United States. You know, your your call then, as in the call for all of us, is to have folks realize that innate um, desire in their soul to be Christian. Oh, well, well, yes, coming home to, to Christianity, coming to Christianity is coming home. Mm-hmm. But but the, but we really are in a post-Christian. A world right now, mm-hmm. and I think I think it is an opportunity for us to go deeper into our faith. And one of the reasons I wrote this book, we have to. The first part of the book is understanding the predicament we're in, and the second part of the book about the mystery of the person is a, is a, a review of the resources we can draw upon to respond appropriately mm-hmm. to this crisis. Mm-hmm. Well, and we do have a crisis, and whenever the church has faced a crisis, uh, those faithful stand up to defend the faith and to create a, a reversion or a conversion for uh, our our fellow citizens of this country and of the world. So, Gil, I, I thank yeah. you for, for the work that you've done. Again, the book is called The Apocalypse, of a sovereign self. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much for having me. Well, folks, thank you for, for joining us also on this Friday. It has been a great day. Now, coming up and on Bishop's show at 9 o'clock, making it personal with Bishop Johnson, he has Deacon Jason Lee who on with him. And uh, Jason is going to be uh, ordained a priest tonight at the cathedral at 5 o'clock. All are welcome to join us. So uh, learn more about Jason's faith journey and uh, join us tonight for the ordination of Jake, Jason Lee uh, at the cathedral in downtown Des Moines. Well, that puts another show in the book, Deacon Tony. So thank you for your support today and to all of our listeners, to Matt and to Jimmy and Mark Amadeo. It has always been a pleasure for me to be with you. Uh, let's close this day. We have a lot to pray for. We today. do have a lot to pray for. Let's pray for the repose of the soul of Deacon Emmett Tinley, mm-hmm. who passed away. Um, and gosh, keeping your prayers, all of the uh, those involved with the submarine that was uh, determined lost. Mm-hmm. We pray for their families and the repose of the souls of the of the victims. We pray for Tim Sheaf, who passed away yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we also pray for big hearts and little hearts. Yes. Let us pray 
St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Mother Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph and St. Michael, protect protect us. us. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us. Protect us all from evil and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Friends, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love. Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water